0: Welcome to this edition of Community Matters Podcast, where we discuss issues important to managing and governing condos, cooperatives, and homeowner associations. My name is Tony Campisi, Executive Director of Community Associations Institutes, Pennsylvania and Delaware Valley Chapter. In this episode of Community Matters, we'll be discussing payment processing. Every community association receives payments, whether it's for monthly assessments or fees or other payments. And modern technology has greatly expanded payment options that are available to community associations. My guest today is Nicole Scarrow, Vice President and Association Financial Partner with Alliance Association Bank. Nicole covers the states of New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania and has a strong understanding of the community association industry and the specific needs of management companies, individual managers, and community associations. Nicole is also a member of the Board of Directors of the CAI Pennsylvania and Delaware Valley Chapter. Welcome, Nicole, and thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm excited about this.
0: Before we start, I'd like to recognize the sponsor of this podcast episode, Bucks County Water and Sewer Authority, BCWSA for short, an independent nonprofit agency formed in 1962 under the Pennsylvania Municipal Authorities Act. BCWSA is one of the largest water and sewer authorities in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, providing water and sewer services to more than 92,000 households, business accounts, and some 500,000 people in the southeastern Pennsylvania region. Find out more at www.bcwsa.net. So, Nicole, tell me why did you pick this topic?
1: Well, we're noticing that it's something that's coming up more and more. Um, I visit my clients on a regular basis and I try to ask them if there's any issues or anything that we can help them out with. And we're noticing that the common thread is that homeowners question why their payments take so long or maybe take a little bit longer than they anticipated. Um, Many times the managers get calls from upset homeowners saying that they had quote unquote initiated their payments on time. Um, And understandably, this can be frustrating for all the parties involved. Uh, If the manager doesn't have really an answer as to why or, you know, the homeowner feels like I made my payment on the first or the third of the month, why is it taking so long to process? You know, it's becoming a a very common misunderstanding. Um, So depending on the, the management company that you use or the manager or just the association setup in general, different aspects of this discussion are applicable to everyone because we discuss the different ways a homeowner can make their payments and realistic expectations of processing times. Truthfully, before I worked in a bank, and this is a little embarrassing, I had no idea how long a payment realistically should take you know, or what all the steps were behind the scenes. There's actually a fair amount of them. Um, So I pay almost all of my personal bills online through online bill pay through my bank. Um, One of, I actually have two banks, one's a local credit union and one's a national bank, which I won't mention the name of, but actually both of them process payments completely differently. Um, and I had to learn that the hard way. So I, I want to make sure that homeowners really understand what's involved behind the scenes, so that they don't have to learn the hard way.
0: So I think most people are probably in a similar position to you. I mean, I make a lot of online payments. I have no idea what happens when I click the submit button, and when you know the in the time in between, you submit the payment and you get the confirmation and the due date. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I think this is a really relevant topic is there a bit of advice that you can give to prevent others from learning the hard way like you did?
1: Uh, Well I guess it's really just our job to ask questions to go to our banks and ask how our our specific bank works Um, also to talk to our management companies or our managers and find out how our specific association banks work as well Um, we have to understand what is a digital or an electronic communication what uh, versus what could be potentially a hard mail check Um, and we have to understand their realistic processing times. Um, There's a third-party processor that's oftentimes involved that I had no idea was involved for many years. Um, And that third-party processor can actually cause a lot of of delays in payment. We have to understand their realistic processing times and if they have a third-party processor involved, which was something that I didn't know for a very long time, But that third-party processor can actually make a pretty big delay in a payment. And it's something that a lot of the banks actually don't have much control over. So understanding that third-party processor is definitely um, an important part for homeowners to understand. Um, And we may even want to know where that processor is located because then we're relying on the Postal Service. And that's a whole other ball of wax that we'll get into.
0: Nicole, you mentioned the Postal Service, which seems to indicate to me that there are still people, probably many, who are paying by paper check with a with an envelope and a stamp through the mail versus electronic payments. Can you explain that a little bit more?
1: Yeah. So actually, there are still a fair amount of people that are paying through hard mail, whether it's with a coupon and statement or whether it's coming through from a third-party processor or through the bank. Um, and we're actually we still see a fair amount of those payments come through every month, even though we are starting to see a trend towards electronic. Uh, a lot of our pay, a lot of our banks actually have a third party processor in the middle. So our bank has our our homeowner bank or each individual homeowner's bank has a third party processor that's in between their bank and the payee's bank or the association's bank and that third-party processor many times will actually cut a hard check until a regular communication has happened a number of times where both banks feel comfortable to be able to turn that to electronic so if you go to your online bill pay system at home and you log on to online bill pay and you pay your schedule your payments there's a communication that's going to go from your bank to the processor that processor is going to have to print the check mail the check and and then it's got to be received and processed by the payees bank or the associations bank so that adds a couple of days into the process but that also adds the postal service into a couple steps of the process the postal service can be unpredictable It's probably Probably the best way to put it, it. yeah. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes the postal service is wonderful and it works really smooth and you're surprised that you send something out the day before and the next day somebody's calling you and says, hey, I got your your check or your card or whatever the case may be. Those are kind of rare instances. Um, Most of the time we anticipate three to five days for something to make it out to us and that's across the board for any bank or any processing center. That's realistic. But nowadays, um, and talking to the Postal Service about some of the concerns that we've had, we've actually had a lot of very eye-opening conversations. And one that I think is actually very important that many are glossing over, but that I think homeowners really need to be aware of. When they leave, when they, when a homeowner sends a payment, it has to typically go through about nine steps before it's going to make it to its end destination. The mail carrier will pick up the mail, bring it to a distribution center, which will bring it to a processing center. that processing center then sends it to either a PO box or, uh, or the actual processing center itself, or it could have to send it to an airplane to send it to another post office, to, uh, which then gets picked up at that second post office and brought to the processing center. So then we have multiple steps of just the postal service before it actually reaches the processing center. One major thing that I thought was really interesting is that the post office is is very concerned about something they call fishing. And this is where homeowners or anybody puts their, their mail into one of those big blue mailboxes. And people will literally take line and fish out mail from those boxes. Now, I don't know how they do it, and that's probably a good thing that I don't know how they do it, <laughs> but they actually literally fish out of that box the mail that's in that box. Uh, the post office itself has invested in 10,000 new mailboxes because they see that this is such a growing threat. Um, and these mailboxes supposedly prevent phishing. However, those that can't fish anymore have turned to beating up the boxes until they can get the mail out of it. If you think about that, they're viewing this as something that is very valuable inside that mailbox. And if you think about the things that you have recently sent out in the mail, It's probably been tax information, maybe that has your social security number and your personal info, gift cards as a graduation gift or a wedding gift, Uh, A check to your management company for your association fee. And then if you think about what's on that check, you have your routing and account number, your next available check number, your home address and your signature. So these are really some things to keep in mind besides the delay, the risk of possible theft out of a mailbox that people should be keeping in mind when they're scheduling their payments.
0: That's interesting and eye-opening. sounds like security is not something we should only be concerned with when it comes to online payments.
1: No, that's a very common misconception. Uh, a lot of people hear online and automatically they think about the security breaches and the threats, or the security breaches, uh, the credit breaches, but what they don't understand is those are isolated incidents, and and yes, there is still always that risk, Um, but usually those are very controlled circumstances. Something like a financial institution definitely put a lot of resources into making sure that they're as secure as possible. And it's a constant, constant work that's being done to make sure that that their information is protected.
0: Let's go back to, to homeowners and making payments. What are the different ways that a homeowner can make a payment?
1: So you'll hear the term lockbox, which really, whenever a bank is referring to a lockbox, they're typically referring to a hard copy check that is mailed to a facility that's then processed. Um, Online bill pay, which is through your personal bank, which we just discussed a little bit. Credit and debit cards, e-check, and ACH. Those are the five most common payment options that are out there. Some management companies allow all of them, some don't. Some associations allow all of them, some don't.
0: So realistically, how long does each of those methods take, and can you just briefly explain the the process for each of those five different payment options?
1: Sure. So lockbox, which is that physical hard copy check that's mailed in, typically with a coupon or a statement, that will usually take about three to five days. In this case, the homeowner mails their payment, and it's at the mercy of the post office, which can be scary. We've definitely had some horror stories with the post office. Um, Usually it's unexplainable and it kind of falls into a black hole. So uh, we have some missing payments, some seriously delayed payments, and really we're at the mercy of the post office. Once it leaves that homeowner's hands, until it gets to, to the processing center, there's really no check for anybody to actually be able to process. So that is something to take into consideration when you are mailing out a check. Um, But if you're dealing with a good processing center, which most of the banks are these days, once that check is received, it should be processed that same day. So we're told by the post office three to five days to get wherever it needs to get, and then it's about a day to process. And then we have the online bill pay, which goes back to that third party processor, and that's also between three and 10 days. This will depend if it's a hard copy or a digital communication this will ultimately depend on the homeowner's bank and the communication between that bank and the association bank typically with a lot of these communications between the banks there's um, a two to three month period where after receiving the same payment for that two or three months this likely will switch over to a digital communication or an electronic communication which will then speed it up to where it could be a a three-day process But if that hard mail check is being cut by that third party processor, you want to anticipate at least 10 days before it's going to get out there. Uh, Credit and debit cards, they're pretty self-explanatory, usually 24 to 48 hours, but we always want to allow a few extra days. You'll usually see a message on that page, whichever page you're paying on, or if you're calling in a payment, that there's usually gonna be a message saying that it's usually take one to two business days to clear. And then we have the e-check option, which happens to be my personal favorite. This is what I encourage as many homeowners as possible to do. Um, And this depends on if your association bank allows this option, but usually there'll be a link on your website, your association website, that'll take you to the bank's portal. This is a self-initiated payment. So you are grabbing your personal routing and account number. You're gonna go to that portal and enter that information yourself. There's not another physical person that's gonna see that payment. So that takes that liability and that security question out of your mind. And then on top of that, you're able to pick the day that that payment is going to be processed you're also you should also get a reminder about three to five days ahead of time saying hey this payment's going to come out in a couple days so if you need to make any changes log on and make those changes so it really puts that ownership back in your hands and then the final way is ach and this is something that many many homeowners are familiar with many of them have been set up for years with this type of payment style this is processed the day that the management company initiates it which usually you already have notification from the management company as to what day that is so you're aware that that's going to come out but the thing to keep in mind with this is that you have other people that have your routing and account number it's usually somebody in the management company it can be somebody in the bank but just keep in mind that you are giving that personal information out to another human being
0: so that's a good summary Nicole I I guess a key takeaway um, listening to you explain these different processes, is that regardless of the method of payment, you should maybe leave an extra day or two or three for the payment to get there by the due date. You shouldn't be paying this on the due date.
1: No. If you pay that on the due date, you will be sorely disappointed. The only way to make a payment on a due date is to physically walk into the management office and hand a check, and most management companies severely frown on that.
0: Okay. So, with all these choices what should be important to a homeowner when they're making a payment
1: these days security is huge Uh, the more secure the systems in place the better the less people with your bank account information the better a bank is going to have top level security. A management company is going to invest in security, but a bank spends countless money, countless time to be able to make sure that everything is as secure as possible. That is the bank's job to make sure that your finances are 100% safe. The more direct the payment to the bank, the more it's protected. Um, second, you want to look at accuracy. You don't want your payment getting applied to your neighbor's payment. So you want to make sure that you have all the necessary information on there, make sure that your unit is on there or your lot, your, um, you, if you have an ID, a specific identifier that was given to you by your management company, you want to make sure that's on your checks. Any information that you can have on there that will help them to accurately process it, the better. And then timeliness. Uh, We all know you have a due date and then you have a real due date. (laughs) You have the first of the month and usually you have a little leeway, but if you hit that that tenth of the month or the fifteenth of the month and you haven't made your payment, um, odds are you're going to get hit with a fine and you may even be put on a delinquency list and nobody really wants that, especially if you've initiated your payment on time. So those are security, accuracy, and timeliness. So the three top things that most homeowners look for.
0: What do you anticipate the future of homeowner payments to be?
1: Definitely online or electronic in one form or another. Uh, we're seeing trends of many turning to the online bill pay through their banks. Um, We have a lot of credit and debit card payers that are very savvy with their points. Um, A lot of associations will allow a one-time annual fee instead of monthly fees. And many homeowners are taking advantage of that so that they can collect good points off of those payments. And also, as I mentioned earlier, my favorite way that e-check payment is definitely one that I foresee. uh, There's no fees with it typically, and it really puts the ownership in the homeowners hands.
0: So what would be some things that you would tell a homeowner to keep in mind when they're scheduling their payments?
1: Definitely give consideration to the time frame of processing when scheduling your payment. Talk to your bank, find out their process. Talk to your management company or your manager, find out their process. The more that you understand about your payments and the expected time frame, the better. And definitely, as you mentioned earlier, don't wait for that due date. You're going to be very upset with yourself for waiting that long and then avoid providing individuals with your personal account and routing information if um, especially if other options are available there's there's plenty of options out there so take the liability out of everyone else's hands and put the control back in your own hands
0: well this has been an eye-opening discussion uh, Nicole so i want to thank you for joining me today uh, to talk about payment options for community associations and homeowners If you would like more information on services provided by Alliance Association Bank, please visit them online at www.westernalliancebankcorporation.com. I'd also like to mention our sponsor one more time, Bucks County Water and Sewer Authority. Find them online at www.bcwsa.net. For more resources and best practices on managing and governing your condominium, Cooperative or Homeowners Association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.cai-pa-delval.org. Thank you for listening.